Welcome to the Rectified Podcast, your go-to destination for everything marketing. I'm Sandy Dedeon, your host and the founder of Rectified Inc. We help small and medium businesses perfect their marketing and social media game. Join me and my guests as we answer all your marketing questions and deep dive into digital marketing, content marketing, social media, and Pinterest marketing. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Rectified Podcast. Today's episode is special because it's Pinterest-related. And on this day, we had two major Pinterest-related events. First of all, PayPal announced that they will or might buy Pinterest, which caused the stock price to go up. And second, we had the Pinterest Creators Festival, where they announced many new features that will be live on the platform available for everybody in 2022. These features are currently being tested in the US, so they're not available to everybody. So we will be discussing all of that with our guest today. And if you know Pinterest, you must know Alisa Meredith. Uh, She's a product marketing and Pinterest pro. She's a fan of all things Pinterest and audience insights. She is an unapologetic cat lady and weekend fluid artist. She also has a new live show that airs weekly and covers everything a small business owner needs to know about marketing. The website for her live show is alisameredith.live. Hi, Alisa, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Andy. Thanks for having me. I, I don't think we knew when we planned this date what uh, what would be happening. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what a coincidence. Everything happened today and we're recording a Pinterest episode. So it's great. Great yeah. timing. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we had something else planned this episode. In this episode, we were going to talk about what's working currently on Pinterest and what's not working, best practices and all that. But I'm going to like take a few minutes just to discuss what happened today and the announcements that were done on in the creators festival. So let's start with the PayPal buying Pinterest. (laughs) What do you think? Wow. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is a rumor, right? And Pinterest and PayPal had no comment, which, you know, not a big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, was it last week? I think it was that Evan Sharp changed positions at Pinterest as well. Yes. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it sounds like it's, it's probably going to happen. So, uh, I think it's great. <laughs> they just released the, the value also in billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. I think selling on social we know it's it's huge. Um, I think it's really smart of PayPal to get yeah. something that's kind of accessible, but also really successful. So I think it's going to accelerate their e-commerce offerings. And I'm all for that. Exactly. I think it's, it's, uh, it's going to be related to selling online and e-commerce. It would be kind of cool if you could buy right on Pinterest again. Remember for a little while that you thought had those buyable pins, you could yeah. just... Oh, those are too easy to spend money. Yeah. It didn't feel like you were actually spending money. <laughs> so maybe they'll do that again. Yeah. You didn't even have to click and then go and find the product and all that. No, no that, it was too easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so 
We both attended the Creators uh, Festival this afternoon Mm -hmm. and they announced a lot of things. And we noticed that the focus is on idea pins. We noticed that they're focusing on monetization, like how to give money back to the creators and all that. What do you think? Well, I think it was just, it was kind of a reinforcement of what they said last year, right? So last year they said, Pinterest used to be a place that connected pinners with ideas. And now we want it to be a place that, that connects pinners with creators. And, and he really doubled down on that. And he said that people come for inspiring ideas because they're excited to meet the creators behind those ideas. So yeah, like idea pins, they're just doubling down on that. But I really like what he acknowledged. He said, making it like as a business, as a, as a professional also means making money. Yeah. So like, thank you. Thank you for addressing that right up in front. That was great. Yeah, that's true. Uh, usually platforms don't emphasize on that. It's more like, oh, it's creative and this and that. But at the end of the day, we're using it to make money. So he said it like out loud without even us trying to say that. <laughs> he did. He did. He knew we were going to if he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, they know they know what's important to us. Uh, yeah. So I liked that, you know, he just kind of reiterated what's already available. You can tag your own products. You can add affiliate links. You can do brand partnerships on idea pins. But the one, I think you might've mentioned it just briefly that there's a whole new program for getting paid for content. Yes. That we have to sign up for. And then there are certain assignments uh, that you have to fulfill something like that. Yeah. I'm excited about all of that. Like it's, it's called the creator rewards program and it will be in your creator hub and your app when it's available to you. And everyone's like, where is it? Where is it? Well, it's not, it's just coming out. So (laughs) I I just checked my app and I have it, but there's no, there's no like the, the monetization tab, but I have Mm -hmm. the the creator button that they showed. What I find interesting is that they're focusing on the app. So now we're creating idea pins through the app. Unless you want to torture yourself. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It changed. Like the whole idea pin thing also changed. Went from story pins to idea pins. And then it was, I personally used to do everything on my laptop. And now for idea pins, it's starting to become more of an app thing. Yeah, you can't you can't even tag products on mm. on desktop, and it's just really hard to do on desktop. It takes yeah. a very long time. Yeah. But I I'm excited about the Creator Rewards program. I'm anxious to see how it works out. I feel like the other like the social platforms have all done something similar, but generally they give very tiny amount of their overall income, and it feels like it it all kind of goes to the same people, right? True. And, and Pinterest has kind of been that more inclusive, like you don't have to be cool to be there, which is why I like it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm hoping that this will be something that all of us can take advantage of. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I'm a tiny little bit scared of Pinterest mm-hmm. becoming like another social media platform, like another Instagram, yeah. another Facebook. I'm afraid. But until now, things are things look good and it's exciting because it's more inclusive and they even have people who take care of inclusivity and uh, they it's very it's a very important value for them so I'm kind of hoping for the best yeah I am hopeful as well and uh, like you said there'll be assignments and what that 
mm. that based on is what people are searching for. So they're going to have like, if you do an idea pin about this, we'll give you $50. And um, they had just a quick little screenshot that showed how that was going to work. Mm. And I love that even just like, if you're not going to do an idea pin, that's what you should be sharing on Pinterest. Do an idea pin. But that is going to be a really great indication of what is working. And this seems to me like an extension of the creator community. Like if you join the creator community for your country, they will have those assignments. But now they're moving them into the app and they're putting money behind them, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, it is. It is a good idea. Uh, I, I was excited, too, when I saw it. But I I have to test it and see, like, is it really about... Maybe you, you, I don't know how to explain this. Maybe you, you work with a certain product or a certain niche and then all the assignments are all about, I don't know, fashion, let's say, or beauty mm -hmm. or something. So they also have to make it, I don't know, like more inclusive and have all sorts of topics so that people can contribute. I think that's important too. Yeah, I think it'll, it's going to be based on what people are searching for. So, you know, that's, there's going to be a lot of home and a lot of food and travel, right? Definitely, but, definitely. But maybe, <laughs> but maybe they'll give us $25 to talk about blogging. You know, you never know. <laughs> but did you notice that it kind of started with a breathing exercise? I was like, what? What other platform would start their festival? Yes, yes. <laughs> breathing yes. exercise. Uh, yeah, Pinterest is different. It is, uh, yes. it is really like a happier place than all social media platforms and everywhere else, you know, YouTube yeah. and all that. So, yeah, I, I do like their culture and their like what they stand for. Yeah. Mm. I have to say, like when they said Megan, this, this the stallion was, I don't like I don't even know who she is, but she was delightful. Well, I think that's part of it. Like, okay, there was a lot of like, here, here's a person who designs funky glasses. I don't remember her name, but she was yeah, cool. She's and cool. Yeah. I think what that tells us about Pinterest is that they want to be more, well, they, they tell us this out, outright. They want to be more inspiring and more about like the lifestyle. Mm, that's true. It's if you see the people they chose, to talk about how they create uh, stuff for Pinterest. They're really unique and different mm -hmm. at the same time. Uh, it was interesting to see who they chose and why they chose them. And yeah. it, it actually represents what they want the platform to be. Exactly. Right. And I loved what, what she said, Meg, Meg said, be yourself, like find, find what you love about yourself. I have hope that that means that Pinterest can be a place where even if you're not cool or famous, yeah, you can still you can still succeed if you're inspiring people. Hmm. Um, another idea I loved, or just it was just a quick little snippet, and I was like, the first idea is usually the best. It's like so true. It's so true. Just yes. don't overthink it. If you have gr something great to share, share it. Exactly. I'm just a little bit afraid with idea pins and you know now they added like the watch tab on top of your yeah. app and you're like scrolling through and it just reminded me of sort of TikTok, Instagram oh, yeah. reels, all of that. And totally. I'm just afraid I don't want I really don't want the platform to be another TikTok or another like it it is very unique. Let's see how it's going to go and let's see if we'll still be able to be there, even though we're not like supermodels or, you know, very <laughs> yeah. like famous influencers or something. Right. Yeah. And, you know, 
over the pandemic period, the audience on Pinterest started to trend much younger. And, and I think that idea pins and now this watch tab uh, is a direct reaction to that. Like totally. That's how they like to consume content. And we still have the option to search, you know, and look at our home feed. But this seems like it may help kind of grow that user base, which would be great for everybody. Yeah. I was going to ask you, talking about uh, idea pins and regular like static posts and all that, like the push is about idea pins uh, Everything like nowadays, it's all about idea pins. Yes. Those who didn't do it must start creating idea pins. Yep. But what happens to the rest? Like, is it going to fade and disappear with time? Like, static pins are are a staple. You know, we all created them. We created ten different versions of one pin with the fresh yeah. pins thing and all that. Yes, we did. <laughs> Well, I think, think about what that would be like for a user experience, right? If you had, if every single pin was an idea pin, I don't know. Like I don't have any inside information to say that they're going to be around forever, but I can't see them totally going away. Even, even on Instagram, even though they're huge into reels and stories and video, they still have static posts as well. You might not get as much reach, but they're still there. And people can find them. So when when you send people to your profile from an idea pin, they can go find your static pins if they want to. That's true. We we are noticing that the future is more about video content, which makes yeah. things a bit more challenging to create and you know to yes. find to to do the whole thing. But yeah, I mean we have to follow what's uh, what's working and what's not working. Going to our main subject of what's working and what's not working. What is the number one thing that you think we should do today on Pinterest? Well, we've already talked about it. Idea idea pins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the single biggest thing um, that needs to be done. And I know that that a lot of people were very anti-idea pins when they first came out, anti-story pins, but... A lot of us have come around and I kind of include myself because I was like, nobody wants this. Nobody wants to connect with a creator on Pinterest, but I'm finding people are actually having conversations Mm. on my idea pins. And I love that. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I sort of like it. The only thing that I, well, at the beginning when they were called story pins and I love the fact that they changed the name because everybody Mm. confused them with stories on Instagram. Yeah. And it's not the same. It's a completely different concept. So I like the switch um, with the name idea pin. But then this is a question that's always on my mind. And I oh, and people always ask me this and I'm going to ask you this. Seeing TikToks and Reels oh. on idea pins or in, in you know, I, I feel like we shouldn't confuse these two, but we're seeing them more often. Do you, do you think this is the best practice or we should create something new from scratch? No, it, it is. And I think they mentioned this in the career festival too. It's not a place for dance moves Yeah, and, and trends like that. It's just not, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just not the right place for it. And I do think that as, as creators start making idea pins as idea pins spe- specifically for Pinterest, you're going to see those repurposed things disappear Pinterest doesn't want that. They've, they've even said, like, don't reuse content reviews on other networks. 
make it specifically yeah. for Pinterest, because if you don't, it, it could hurt your distribution. And I think that comes down to one, the engagement on them is probably not going to be super high. So it will reduce your, your distribution, but two, like they know <laughs> they can see that watermark just like Instagram. Can. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're removing the watermarks nowadays. There are ways to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a good move, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I don't know. I hope you're right. I hope it's going to disappear because nowadays, like sometimes I just don't want to go on Pinterest and see all those things over and over again, because if I want to mm-hmm. see them, I'll go on TikTok or I'll go right. on Instagram Reels, you know, and yeah. I keep seeing these um marketing gurus let's say who keep saying oh put your tiktoks on pinterest and your views will uh, i don't know increase and you're gonna get more followers and i don't know what and i'm like please Mm. don't do that and i don't know if i'm exaggerating but well i i think those things can work for a while right but when pinterest tells us don't do a thing or do a thing a certain way and we don't it it won't last forever Mm. so yeah if you want to do it now like they're probably not going to stop you now, <laughs> but it's not, it's not a, a thing that will last forever. So why not invest in something that will continue to give you hmm. payoff, which is idea pins. And even some Pinterest experts were telling people, don't do it, resist. They don't have links. Just don't do it. And they'll go away. Oh no, they are not going away. No, no, they're not. But Pinterest has been really conscious of the fact that they do take more effort And they are not creating a lot of traffic, although people can go to your profile and they can click. And so people are seeing like generally their Pinterest traffic go up, Mm. but they're doing things like allowing you to add affiliate links, allowing you to tag your own products. And then they're distributing those pins like crazy. So when you say like, there's no way to monetize an idea pin, that's just not true. It just might exclude some certain kinds of creators, or they might have to just get more creative. Yeah, exactly. What is what do you think is the best way to create idea pins? Like they started in a certain way and now they evolved into a, a whole other thing. Nowadays, what's the best practice? Start with a video. So the first page should be video. I also feel that, and I haven't read this anywhere, but it seems to make sense that adding your text in your idea pin in the app is better than say creating the image or video somewhere with text mm. on it already, because okay. that is, that is an input that Pinterest collects and then can very easily tell what your pin is about. Whereas if they're reading text on image, they do a great job with that. But I just feel like it's, there's probably a benefit to doing it natively. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's the same way in all apps. They want you to use all the features that they create, but at the beginning of idea pins, it wasn't this easy to create right. uh, the idea pin. And it, it was it was completely different. Nowadays, it's more user friendly. You can do it on your phone and all that. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming more and more like nicer outcome. Yeah. And, and it's funny how Pinterest used to be a place where we said, don't don't show faces. People don't care about you. And that is very different for idea pins. Like show your face, use your voice have captions because a lot of people won't turn the volume on, but put yourself into this and people will respond to it. Mm. Another thing I've noticed, one is one page idea pins. Okay. Have you seen those? No. Okay. They should be multiple pages. Yeah. The idea is to tell a story. It is very hard to tell a story in one page. Yeah. I never got those. 
Okay. So like, I, I, I think it's just people just trying to get more distribution for a regular old pen, frankly. Mm. Um, but don't do that. With story pens, I, when they were story pens, we did like those Canva created designs mm-hmm. and that we put them one after the other. Let's say we have a recipe, uh, how to make a banana bread. <laughs> Let's go to the <laughs> banana bread. And then step one, this, step two, this, step three, this. Do these still work or do we need to make them more like a video video format? You're, you're going to do a lot better with a video. And I know people are like, oh, this is so much work. I give up. But you're probably making that raw content for other platforms anyway. If you're a food blogger, you're probably taking video and you're going to use it on Instagram. So just use it on Pinterest. Um, But yeah, just like a static slideshow of an idea pin is the easiest thing to do, but it's not going to work as well as a video. Yeah. And I mean, since it's a new feature, we don't know how many idea pins we should create did you experiment with that? Do you have an idea about the ideal number? Yeah. So when Pinterest talks about creating content regularly, they mean once a week. Okay. One idea pin per week. Yeah. Is that a lot or not a lot? No, that's that's nothing. Okay. <laughs> Compared to what we hear on other platforms, yeah. social media, because you're this right. Is not- yeah, I mean, especially Instagram, they boy, they want tons of content. Yeah, they want us to be there all the time, all day long, basically. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah. yeah so thank you, Pinterest. Mm. <laughs> this is yeah. good. I want to share something that somebody shared with me um, in Instagram. She said, I want to thank you so much for telling me to use idea pins. She said she was in other other groups um, that were saying, don't use them, boycott them. But she said me and um, Megan Williamson, who's fantastic, um, said make idea pins. So she did. Uh, She made one in April. And then by mid-September, she had grown her following from 2,000 followers to 15,000 followers. April to September. Wow. And she knows it's from that a lot of that is from that idea pin, because if you look at your on pin analytics, it will tell you how many followers came from that pin. She sent me a screenshot, 7,548 followers from one idea pin. Wow. So if you're not doing idea pins and you're listening to the podcast, start creating them. Yeah. Um, there's also a new feature that I really liked. Uh, they they talked about it. I saw it. I'm sure like in the US they have it. We're here in Canada. We don't have it yet. It's the takes. So mm-hmm. every time somebody creates something on IdeaPin and then you upload your take, I kind of find it like a cool thing. Yeah, it's very similar to Tried It. So Tried It is gone. And what happens now, because I do have it and yeah. somebody tested it leaving a leaving a take on one of my pins. Basically what it's doing is having that person create their own idea pin. So it shows up as a take on your idea pin, but it's also their own idea pin. I thought, wow, what a, that's, that's a really great way to get more idea pins on the platform. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I really like yeah. the idea. I find it very smart and I find that it's cool to see different takes, for example, on the same product or on the same, I don't know, way to use a certain lipstick yeah. or I, I, I don't know, just like, you know, <laughs> yes. it's, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. So to like wrap this up, but 
back in the days, because mm-hmm. I feel like what we used to do is so outdated now. Blog posts were were like the best thing to do to pin mm-hmm. on Pinterest. Now we have idea pins. You cannot link them technically to mm-hmm. a blog post. Do we still do that? Do they still work, basically? Yeah, Obviously, idea pins are what Pinterest is stressing, what they really want. But I just opened a new Shopify site. I I wanted to play around with it because I haven't had a ton of experience with e-commerce. I wanted to try some social selling. I wanted to try the Pinterest feed. And it's for my art. So I, I took the paintings that I made into designs and I made one idea pin one video pin and one static pin. Okay. And I tagged each of them. And that's what I plan to do. Like just make a set basically, because the idea pins are going to get your distribution. They're going to get your followers up. They're going to get profile visits, but video pins and the static pins, when they're shown, that's where you get your traffic. That's completely true. I think we have to do a bit of everything on the platform and then, yeah, As you said, one idea pin doesn't take much time. We can probably use something we have, a video we created elsewhere. We can take something from a blog post and then make it into an idea pin. There are always so many like ways of doing one thing or showing it in different ways. So, yeah. But, you know, I saw a a couple people in the comments talking about something that I have seen several times, and that is, People get irritated with idea pins because they can't go and find out how to how to follow through. Well, that's the point of idea pins. It should contain everything a person needs to do this thing. Yeah. Right? It's like a self-contained little blog post on its own. So if people are frustrated by your idea pins, you're not putting enough detail into them. You can put your supply list, your difficulty level, you know, your description can help as well. But then your voiceover, your captions, all of that should really explain the whole thing and not leave people frustrated. It should be a whole story by itself. And you can add as many slides as you want. Now we can add so many. So you can. 20, yeah. Yeah, you can add your complete story. 20 is a bit too much, I find. Yes, yes. (laughs) I don't want to scroll through 20. Yeah, exactly. Just find the limit where you can tell your story with the least amount of slides possible. (laughs) But have like a complete, complete thing happening there. Like don't cut the story in the middle or tell like half of it. Yes. And that used to be our strategy, right? Mm. We would tell part of the story on a pin and say, oh, if you want the rest, go to my site. But that's just annoying in an idea pin. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because on on a regular pin, you can click and then Mm -hmm. go and read the whole thing. And it's like more than a thousand words and all that. (laughs) But uh, with the the idea pins, you cannot do that. That's right. We're going to wrap this up. And for those of you who are listening to this episode um, and you want to know the five mistakes that you don't want to be making on Pinterest, Lisa has created a one-page PDF that you can download. The link is bit.ly, well, bit.ly forward slash five pin mistakes. And we're going to link to everything, uh, all the, where you can find Elisa and all the links related to that and her live show and all that in the description of this podcast. Elisa, it was a pleasure having you here. Um, And the day was so special also. (laughs) It really was. Good job planning that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's about it. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. 
that's about it for today. If you wish to get more insight or any information about marketing and digital marketing in particular, you may check our website on www.tractified.co forward slash posts. Of course, I will link to everything in the description of this podcast and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes. Thank you.